0: yo yo what's up this is cena azari coming at you live you know ceo accredited we're out here on the all mindset media all mindset podcast bringing it to you with my boy right here matt franchina what's up it's a people's advisor here Glad people's advisor have... always delivering through matt what's what what you been up to today bro what's what's been going on in
1: a uh, matt franchina's people's advisors world oh man it's been a good day crushed out some email got some content created um replied to some dms getting ready for just creating episode one. i uh, excited for a, a busy day of hitting the road. I got miles to put on and people to see. So It
0: goes down in the man. DM, man. You heard it right there. Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and line up the introduction. Matt, do why don't you mind sharing with our listeners who we got in the studio today? Oh, man,
1: we got, we call him the Don, man, but we got Chris Francina. So I've known him for got a whole what, 27 and something years now seeing this guy growing up it's been pretty awesome um, but Chris is with us now as a business professional millennial really leading the way when it comes to social media in the business of financial services so I'm excited to hear what he's got to say and uh, how that brain works and you know um yo so what's up man Chris what
0: what we got going on in Chris Franchina's world man why don't you go and uh, introduce yourself to those that haven't had the privilege of knowing who you are, even though I know you got a pretty uh, great following out there from Huntington Beach, Chris. What's up, guys?
2: How's it going, fella? Um, one, add me on Instagram, Chris Franchina Broker, and also on Facebook. Um, but yeah, I'm just an insurance broker at Orange County, and I'm um, just trying to change people's lives and affect people's lives as much as I can every single day and put people in a better place. That's awesome. I, I think a really important part of the story, though, is how you got here, right? Because it's
1: like, if you guys could see some of the pictures that we have, family photos of like the shaggy haired Hessian kid skating down the streets of Huntington Beach to what you see him as today, the transformation is ridiculous. Both so, of us.
2: There's no way in a million years you would ever think that you and I would end up being insurance brokers. Yeah, but give, give him a little bit of a taste. What'd you come from? Like, th- this guy's weekends
1: are very different than you would imagine. Uh, professional insurance agent, suited up in three-piece suits. If you
0: guys haven't checked this guy out, man, he he, he is the vintage
1: master, but this guy's in front of me
0: right now. Uh, you know, the people's advisor just mentioned that three-piece suited up. I'm just really excited to have this privilege and opportunity to spend some time with you, Chris. I know you're from Huntington Beach. Why don't you go share with the listeners a little bit, a little bit about maybe what the paradigm looks for Chris
2: Franchina. And you said on Instagram, it's Chris Franchina Broker? Yeah, Chris Franchina Broker. Chris Franchina Broker on Instagram. Well, one, thank you guys. It's a lot of compliments (laughs) over and over. But um, Matt, you asked what weekends are like, what I'm usually doing Um, when I'm not working. A lot of the time I'm skateboarding or I'm golfing. Uh, I try to be very active, go to the gym and stuff. Um, But yeah, really, I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, make a footprint in in the industry. I'm trying to change it up a little bit. Well, you know, I've, I've definitely already recognized the changes that you've made, uh,
0: you know, I'm one of your fans, uh, you know, if, if you could connect with other individuals who are maybe trying to break into the industry or, or, or get the routine of what you were able to do, can you give them sort of maybe uh, what, what are three, go to uh, takeaways that you can share with them of maybe uh, direct them into how you got into what you got into, you know, you, you weren't born a uh, entrepreneur or were you?
2: Um, I got I kind of was I mean my dad was a salesman my dad grew up, He was in the car business for 30 35 years. He always told me growing up. I'm gonna be a salesman. Shout out very, to dad Shout out to dad. Um, yeah but He always told me I was very personable Um, I always did stuff different. I wanted to get into an industry I wanted to do something for work where I didn't feel like I had a boss or anyone was gonna tell me what to do I've never been a person that likes to be told what to do uh, so I got into the industry purely in the beginning um, to, to have my own schedule. And I, I got in it purely to focus on golf and skateboarding. And I was like, this is cool, I can work and do whatever I want. Um, and then I started to fall in love with it more and more. And uh, I kind of, I realized that our healthcare industry a, as a whole is uh, a broken system, in my opinion. And if I get a hold of as many people as I possibly can, I can help point them in the right direction through the system that I, I think is kind of broken. So. I'm looking to impact as many lives as I possibly can on my own schedule. So, how how long have you been in the business, Chris? Uh, I've been in the business, or I've been around the business for about uh, six, seven years. But uh, I've been licensed for almost five years now.
0: And then, how old are you when you say six, seven years? How long does I'm I'm trying to give give a feel for the listeners of how old you were when you first entered into the business? I'm 27 years old. Okay, so about five, six years. So at 22. Uh, tw- what, I guess, what, 21, 22, my math is the law, sorry. Yeah. So 21, 22, you, you you come into this business and, uh, you know, do you fall in love with it? Take take me through the emotions uh, or, or the motions of what it was like in the beginning. Because, of, of course, your,
2: your view is different today than it was maybe year one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a lot different than uh, what I expected. I got thrown into it at 21. I was working as a recruiter uh, for a corporate insurance company. And uh, definitely... Got into it, I was a little nervous. I hated it in the beginning, I'm not gonna lie, but uh, I learned to do things my own way. I had, a, I had a cool boss that let me do stuff my way. Um, I think I know that guy too. You know that guy too? I think we all know that guy. So, so what, what were some of maybe the roadblocks
0: or challenges that you had uh, in, in the beginning, and, and how'd you overcome them?
2: Um, I guess just being, I felt being young, um, I, I felt uneducated uh, in the beginning. And I felt like everyone was older, more professional, and I couldn't really afford the nicest clothes, anything like that. But, I don't know, as I picked up traction, and I realized that um, it's not really about what you look like or, um, I guess, how young I was. age had nothing to do with it. It was just how hard I was willing to work and, you know, willing to be myself.
1: So, uh, let me kind of present this idea. I think that we're in a day and age right now where we're going through this, like, this shift in the way things are happening, right? There's so much disruption in these different businesses and financial services is definitely one of them. So you being, you know, a millennial and you're kind of right in the heart of that millennial generation, your generation wants to do things really differently, right? And way differently than the generations before, but you still have aspirations of wanting to follow in footsteps. Like you said, you know, um, dad was a salesman and then you saw yourself as moving into a salesman role. I've always been in that that position or idea. But I think there's a lot of people in your age group that struggle with finding the way to be themselves inside of an industry that's maybe old and doesn't match the way that they do things. Like, you know, Today, you could work for a tech company or startup or try to start an app or do these things as an entrepreneur and that might fit, but that sexy idea of the way things can go isn't there in like every business. So you're in financial services, which is a, an old business, it's got a really, really strong stigma about it. And I know that over the last few years, you've gone through this transition of whether it was something you were gonna stick with or you were gonna get out, or you getting suffocated, or were you gonna find a way to you know, find that oxygen in there? So if you could unpackage a little bit, like in your mind, get a little raw and like, how does the story go? This guy who sees a business where there's an opportunity to make money, to build a schedule, to be a salesman and entrepreneur, But the way that the system is set up and the way that most people have become successful generations past is not attractive to you. What went through your head and where did that shift click to where now you feel you can become yourself in this business?
2: Um, I'd say that I probably, you know, recently I've I've really made a different change to my mindset. Um, Actually, to be honest, but I feel probably three, four years ago around when I first got licensed. um, That's when I really realized that Um, I've always grown, I've grown up kind of being an anti-corporate guy. So getting into the business, the thing that turned me off was just, uh, the image of like a baggy suit, rich dude that is kind of shady. And I, um, when I think of any, the, any business uh, in my mind growing up as a kid, that's what I had in my, in my mind. I grew up a skateboarder. I grew up in the, the, the punk scene. I grew up, um. Definitely anti corporate world. Yeah, but I, I mean, one of our biggest uh, brands that we love, Volcom, growing have anti establishment
1: or youth against establishment was like the tagline for like a long Yeah, time, you grew up you know? in the
2: skate. I grew up, you know, <coughs> Baker skateboards, Andrew Reynolds. Um, but yeah, I, I got into the industry and I realized you can do things your own way. You have the freedom to, to, you have your own schedule. You have your own way of marketing. You have your own way to do everything in the insurance business. You actually own your own business. So. Um, once I realized that is when I definitely changed my mind and I said, Hey, I'm going to do things my own way. It may take me a little longer to get where I want to go, but I feel like the millennial generation as a whole, um, we're, we're kind of the same way. We don't like having a boss. We'd rather have someone that's a leader, at least if someone that's willing to put in the work as much as us and not going to tell us what to do. I don't like being told what to do at all. Honestly, it turns me off immediately. so yeah, I'm just looking to, to do my own thing and go at my own pace, and uh, I figure eventually I'll figure it out, and I'll, I'll get to the top. So, so what, what's, what's been maybe your, your, greatest, your greatest challenge today, and what are you doing to overcome that? Uh, my, my greatest challenge so far um, in the insurance industry has been figuring out a way to, to prospect and get to people um, in the, the new age. So, so ed, educate us on what you mean by the new age, uh, you know, you've been around five,
0: six years, so you've definitely seen an evolution. How, how did you start and what are you doing today versus four or five years ago?
2: All right, so when I first started, when I first started in the insurance industry, um, I was making probably 250, 300 phone calls every day to get started. Wow, Send I'm a sure lot people of, can relate to that. Absolutely, the, the grind. You got to either door knock, you got to get on the phones. Um, But it's slowly shifted Um, over time. I feel like the way you have to market or it's becoming the way you have to market is by doing online marketing, getting out, shaking hands, not being scared to walk into a business, not being scared to go knock on someone's door. And uh, you got to be willing to put yourself out there. And uh, that's different than how the insurance industry was for a long time. So uh, I got into it probably right around when that shift was happening. Uh, I think a lot of the leads that we used to get in the beginning were house phone leads. And uh, I mean... Look at your parents. Look at anyone you know. There's not that many housebones out there, so um, I'm looking to be one of the the few in the beginning to change the game to get to perfect the online marketing of uh, the insurance industry. So
1: let, let's go a little deeper on insurance type. Like, what? Who's your? Who's
2: the person that you see
1: as your ideal customer? Who are you marketing to, and like, what kind of insurance do you do? Um,
2: well, a lot of it was retirement based. I met a lot with people that are retirees. That are 65 and older so i was doing medicare health insurance uh long-term care insurance uh, we also did some uh we have a financial firm i've always had a you a financial advisor as my brother the people's so, advisor people's <laughs> advisor um so yeah I, and uh, life insurance and uh, it was always really geared towards retirees but i'm looking to as i start marketing and a, as the online presence is growing I, i'm seeing that I, i'm trying to reach out more to the younger crowd as well i want to meet with Young parents that just had just had a kid, it's a really good time to get life insurance. A lot of people don't know how cheap life insurance really is. A lot of people aren't educated on it. Same thing with uh, disability insurance. Um, I'm really looking to get in touch with uh, the younger crowd, people anywhere from 18, 20 years old all the way up to 40 and 50 years old, all the way up to retirement, but across the, the whole scheme. But uh, I'm not just laser focused on people in retirement anymore. I feel like there's, there's a, a lot of fish in the sea, I guess you could say. And then with the evolution, you said
0: that you've uh, you've gone more into o- mastering the online game. What, what are you referring to? In, in other words, how are you prospecting online?
2: Um, well, I'm trying to put out a little, a little bit of video content. I'm trying to, to make my own content right now and uh, put it out there on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, I feel like if you're doing uh, Facebook ads is a really good way to, to bring in leads. Uh, same thing with writing articles, putting out blog posts, just thinking outside of the box, uh, things that people in our industry don't. Really do. and It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying anyone's doing it wrong, but uh, I think that it is slowly shifting and wh- whoever's willing to grow or uh, shift with the times are, are going to be the ones that make it just like any business is
1: right well look being someone who's kind of pioneering this avenue in your space let's make sure that the listeners get something that they can you know really have like as a takeaway right so you've made some mistakes and it's always a beautiful thing when you can learn from someone else's mistakes what's a absolutely don't do when it comes to social media and marketing your business what, what would you say is uh is uh, a piece of advice you'd give someone don't do this
2: and it could be whatever you think don't do this. Um, I guess I would say put out really uh, bad content. I guess without you know learn the algorithms. I would say first before you start putting well, out what's your content.
1: Something, something simple, right? Like some like don't do this. Like don't misspell words or like just an easy takeaway that maybe they're not thinking about that they can do because. That was not an easy takeaway. I've been studying the algorithms for months now, and I'm still trying to figure it
2: out. I'm losing that's my true. mind. So I, I would say, if, if okay, if you're going to put stuff on Instagram, 101, learn to use at least five to six hashtags. Okay, That's, that's a way to get your, your name out there, and uh, people will find you. If you don't, no one's going to come across what, what you
0: are, wh- What are your go-to hashtags that people can maybe look up to see what your content's about other than uh, just finding your profile?
2: Three-piece suit? Well, I, I have a website that I go to usually, and I try to find the top five hashtags for that's relevant to what I'm posting, but I usually, I just try to put out, you know, business, entrepreneur, money, um, entrepreneurship is a good tag, uh, insurance, insurance broker, the stuff that has to do with my industry. Um, It it also depends on what you're posting about. You wanna try to make hashtags have to do with what you're posting about. There you go, man. You guys heard it live from Chris Franchino Broker. You can find him
0: on Instagram, you can find him on Facebook, Mm -hmm. Twitter. Twitter. And what's your Twitter handle, Chris? Chris F. Broker. Chris F. Broker, Twitter. We got my boy, co-host, the People's Advisor, Matt Franchina. This is your boy, CEO accredited, coming live from the studio, All Mindset Media, All Mindset Podcast. We're looking to hear from you, entrepreneurs, insurance agents, real estate agents, anyone hustling, grinding, building the business. Reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram, All Mindset, allmindset.com. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing you soon. You guys crush it, enjoy it, be safe, and until next time
1: all right you guys this is a people's advisor looking forward to seeing you next time join in on the podcast we got tons of beautiful stuff coming your way
0: chris last words to the world bro uh go out there and get it
1: get it you heard it live right there get it thanks guys